Good evening, everybody. I pray everybody is blessed and well and favored of God on this evening. I pray God's strength and his favor is upon you and your life and your family. And I pray that you are living encouraged and living with expectation even during these times. I know it can be difficult with what is going on in the world, but we must still walk by faith and not by sight. Yes, what we see in front of us sometimes is difficult. It's difficult for us to imagine that God's favor is upon our lives. But in spite of it all, we know that God is yet with us. Can I pray with you? Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this opportunity, Lord, to come before your people, Lord, to share of your word. Lord, we thank you for your grace and your mercy and your kindness and your favor towards each of us. We're thankful, Lord, that you consider us even when we're not as considerate of you. And Lord, we pray that even as we hear the word on tonight, that you will lead us and guide us in the way that you have us to go. In Christ's name we pray, amen, and God bless you. We're going to go quickly to the word of the Lord. We've been sharing from the theme for 2021 forward. And we're going to be following in the scripture on tonight. If you will follow us to 2 Corinthians chapter 7, chapter 4, verses 7 through 9. Again, that's 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 7 through 9. And the word of the Lord reads there in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. It says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of of us. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We're perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. We know the word is encouraging us here that despite what we're going through, despite what we might be suffering, that God is yet with us that we yet have to go forward. We can't allow our circumstances to prevent us from going forward in God. God yet has great expectations for us. Despite our struggles, despite what we've been through, despite how pressing our trial, we know that God does not allow us to be destroyed. Why is that? Well, notice what the word starts with. We often talk about that we're troubled on every side, but not distressed, persecuted and broken down. And we look at all of those scriptures. But what we fail to do is put those scriptures in context. We have to look at the verse before that. The first verse on tonight says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels. We have this treasure in earthen vessels. That should be the focus. We have to focus on what is in us, not ourselves, but we must focus on what is in us. It's in you. There is something that is special in you. There is something that is unique in you. You have something special in you. So when we talk about the press down and, and, and cast down and, 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 and thrown down and persecuted and, and it seems like we're forsaken, what we often forget in that is that there is something in us. God has put something precious in us. And because of what is precious in us, that spirit of God himself that is in us, that's why we can't be destroyed. 
That's why we can't be defeated. That's why we're cast down. Yes, we're set aside. Yes, others will talk about us. Yes, others will make fun of us. Yes, we will experience down days. Nobody said that it would be easy. Jesus himself said, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. What he said, but he called it a yoke. He's saying my burden is bearable. What I put on you, I will not put more on you than you are able to bear because God is faithful. He will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but will with the temptation make a way of escape so that you'll be able to bear it. You'll be able to handle it. Whatever you're dealing with right now, it is consolation to know that it's not too much. It's not too much. I came to share that with somebody. It's not too much. God has weighed it in the balances. Whatever God allows you to go through, it is not too much. God knows what you're able to bear. God knows what you're capable of. So the mere fact of that is sometimes we have to recognize we're stronger than we think we are. And I want to tell somebody that right now. You're stronger than you think you are. You don't think you're very strong. You don't think you can handle much, but I want you to know tonight that you're stronger than you think you are. You may not even realize how you have gained the strength that you have. Sometimes we're going through trials, we're going through struggles and we see the trial and we see the struggle, but we don't even recognize our own strength. It's like when you're sick, sometimes you have a cold, sometimes you have a, a minor setback. And then while you're going through, all of a sudden, you know what? You start feeling better. And then all of a sudden, the symptoms are gone away. And before you realize it, the symptom goes away. And then it takes you a moment to recognize that the symptom is gone. You'll realize in the middle of the day, you'll say, hey, I haven't coughed all day. I haven't had a headache all day. Somehow I've made it through without any symptoms. What has happened is your body, the strength of your body has taken over the virus, has taken over the infection. And it's caused you to be strong. Sometimes the same way as in God. Sometimes we don't realize that the storms and trials that we go through are making us stronger. They're making us better. They're causing us to reach a higher plane and a higher level in God. And you don't even see it. You're stronger today than you were yesterday. You're stronger this week than you were last week. And I come to tell somebody you'll be stronger next week and next month even than you are at this moment. God is allowing you to gain strength through your trial. God is causing you to gain strength in your storm. Don't be fearful. Don't be afraid. Don't be worried. That's all of this scripture is trying to tell us. It's not saying that we won't go through anything. It's saying that even though you go through it, don't worry about your fate. Don't worry about God abandoning you. Yes, we're hard pressed. Yes, we're, we're, we're crushed. That's what it reads in the English Standard Version. Some of us may be more familiar with the King James Version. The King James Version puts it this way. It says, we are, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. Perplexed, but not in despair. We're persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. This describes a great deal of trouble. Trouble possessing us on every side. Things that come into our lives to frustrate us and to perplex us. To cause us to be in mental anguish. But yet we are not in despair. 
It says we're persecuted. Others come against us. Others work against us. Others might abandon us. But despite everybody who's dropped you, despite every situation that seems to have tried to leave you alone, you are never alone by yourself. Your friends might drop you. Jobs may abandon you. may be laid off or fired. But despite everything that you've gone through, you're not by yourself. You might be persecuted, but you're never forsaken. Also like this, how it says you're cast down, but not destroyed. You're cast down, but you're not destroyed. That means somebody has literally tried to throw you away. Have anybody felt that way? Like somebody tried to throw you away. Maybe it's an ex, maybe it's a, an ex-employer, maybe it's a supervisor, somebody who didn't think you were valuable, somebody who didn't think you were worth it. They didn't appreciate your worth. They didn't appreciate your value. I'll testify for myself. I've been there. Or somebody didn't appreciate my value. They didn't appreciate my worth. And I know that is a, that is a very sad, that's a heart-wrenching feeling. To know that you have something on the inside, something that you possess that is worthy, that is valuable, but the person you're surrounded with, even the person that might be most responsible for what you do on the job may not appreciate your value. They may not know what you are worth. I want you to understand that, that despite someone trying to toss you away, somebody trying to cast you down, you're yet valuable. You're yet worthy. I know you've seen the example many times, somebody who takes the $100 bill and they fold it and they crumple it up and then they step on it and stomp it and they toss it to the side and whatever they do, then they ask the audience, do you still want it? Yes, you want it. Why? Because despite everything that they put it through, it still retained its value. And I want you to understand that too, that despite everything that you've been through, despite everything that you're going through right now, you have not lost your value. In fact, I believe in the eyes of God. The more you go through, the more valuable you are. The more you go through, the more valuable you are to God. The more precious a commodity you are. Because when you go through something, you have a greater testimony. You have more that you can share with other people. You have more experiences. You have a greater testimony to share with more people because you've been through something. I know many at our, our, our church and our congregation, they can share testimonies that I cannot share because I have not been through what they've been through. People in our congregation that can share testimonies of overcoming smoking, overcoming alcohol addiction, some who've overcome incarceration, some who've overcome cancer, who've beaten back cancer even more than one time. They have testimonies of what they've been through and how they've overcome it. And their testimony is even greater than mine in those areas because they've been through things that I have not been through. I want you to know that what you've been through, what you've gone through, it, it hasn't been wasted. It's valuable. It's worth something. Because when you share your testimony of victory, you're an encouragement to somebody else. Somebody else might be where you were. Let me say that again. Somebody else right now might be where you were. You were in a place of addiction, but now you're over that. Somebody is in that place right now and they need your victorious testimony to help them overcome that situation, to let them know that there is light at the end of the tunnel, to let them know they do not have to be stuck where they are, to let them know that it will not always be like this. 
somebody who's overcome cancer. You might share your testimony with someone who was just discovered, someone who just found out I have cancer or I'm suspected of having cancer. They feel like it may be cancerous and and I'm afraid at this moment. Anytime you, 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 you find that near-death experience or you're at that place where you have to face your mortality, that, that's a scary moment. Somebody might be there right now and that person who's overcome cancer, that, that person who's gone through it, that person who's beat it back, you have a strong testimony to share with somebody else who's going through where you've already been. Letting them know that it's not over. And I, I want to share that with somebody right now. Somebody is living with a diagnosis right now. Somebody is dealing with a situation that seems too much. Somebody is in the middle of an addiction and you don't feel like you can come out of that. I want to let you know that it's not over. You're here for a purpose. God still has purpose invested in you. Yes, you're feeling cast down right now. Like the scripture says, you feel like you're you're, you're down. You feel like you're out. You feel like you're not going to make it. You feel like there's some of you might be feeling like is life even worth living? Why should I continue? I want you to know I want to breathe this one short word into your life. Just live. Live. Why don't you hashtag that live? I encourage you to live. God has not allowed you to leave this earth yet. You're still here. So I'm encouraging you to just live. As long as you have breath in your body, as long as you have life, you have purpose. And while you're going after your purpose, one thing that I can promise you, God is not going to allow you to expire or die until you have accomplished everything that he has set before you. Again, I I breathe that into your life. I hope you accept that into your heart, into your spirit. I hope it breathes life, not only into your, your spiritual man, but also into your physical body. Live. I speak life over you right now. You feel cast down. You feel set aside. You feel like you're not important. But I want you to remind you that you are God's creation. And even though the shell of this body, it only has limited value, but it's not the shell that this scripture is talking about. It's not the shell. It's not what's on the outside. We have to remember it's about what's on the inside. Remember what the scripture said. It said we have this treasure in earthen vessels. That means the vessel is is our body. But on the inside of us is something exceedingly more valuable. Remember when the word says greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. He's not talking about your mortal body. He's not even talking about your intestines or or your organs. When he says there's greater is he that is in you than he that's in the world. It's talking about this. The treasure of God's presence. His spirit abiding on the inside of you. That Ruah breath of of life that God breathed into Adam when he put a piece of himself into human flesh. That's what God's talking about. You have value invested inside of you. God has put a little piece of himself in you and it is investment. It is an investment. God is going to take care of his investment 
God will take care of you. God will take care of you. So in your lowest moment, I want you to say that to yourself. God will take care of me. In the moment where you feel cast away, thrown to the side, like you're not important. God will take care of me. When others set you aside, when others say you're not important, when others, they don't call you, they don't return your calls. They're not there when you need them. God will take care of me. I'm valuable in the eyes of God. I have this treasure in earthen vessels. There is treasure tied up in me. There is an investment that God has put on the inside of me. It's in me. It's in me. And as long as it's in me, I know that God will be with me. God will make sure that I reach the place of destiny that he's designed for me. I don't always get there by myself. And let's be honest, we fall short. We have bad days. Sometimes we're not up to the task. But the thing about it is, we're not by ourselves. We're not alone. God is with us. God will take care of me. He's looking out for my future. I remember several years back, I preached a sermon related to this scripture. And we were talking about being cast down, but not destroyed. And in the context of that message, I remember sharing that when you think of us being cast down, I want you to think of us as a super bouncy ball. That super bouncy ball, remember you used to purchase them from the stores, get your two quarters together and they would drop out of the machine. Kids love them, I imagine they still do. One thing about this super bouncy ball is that it first had to encounter resistance for its potential to be released. The ball had to encounter resistance for its potential to be released. As long as you held the ball in your hand, you didn't really see the value. The ball could not serve a purpose as long as it sat in your hand. If it sat on the shelf, the ball could not serve its purpose. Even if you threw the ball to someone else and they caught it, you really didn't see the value or the purpose of the ball. Maybe some of us, some of us, we have potential that has not been released because we have not first met resistance. It takes resistance for your potential to be released. So while you're crying about where you are in your storm, let me explain something to you. Maybe God is setting you up to release your potential. God is setting you up to release your potential because he knows your potential will never be released if you do not encounter resistance. That super bouncy ball, when you throw it down on the ground, when it hits the hard surface. If you threw us down, we feel like it, it would be painful, it would hurt. But it's all, I can see the bouncy ball on the inside. It's almost like cheering when you throw it down. Because when you throw it down, it hits the hard surface. 
it meets the resistance. Then after it hits the resistance, then its potential is released. And the ball bounds much higher than it would ever bounce if you did not throw it down. And notice, the harder you throw it down, the higher it bounces. The harder it goes against the resistance, the higher it bounces. The more that comes against it and the faster it comes, the more the potential on the inside of the ball is released and it bounds high into the sky. It needs resistance for potential to be released. And I come to tell somebody that a good sign that you're going in the right direction is when you encounter resistance. I've shared this and I, and I believe it to be true. The devil does not have to guard you opening the wrong door on your path to destiny. I want you to think about that. Why would the devil guard the wrong door? He hopes you open the wrong door. There'll be no resistance. He won't have to guard it. You'll walk right up and open it up. You won't encounter any resistance. The devil loves for you to open the wrong door. But when you come to the right door, anticipate resistance. Anticipate the devil guarding it. Anticipate people talking about you. I always say this, and it's the truth. And if you think about it, you'll find it to be true. You'll find out that losing will tell you who your friends are, but winning will help you find out who your enemies are. Losing will help you find out who your friends are, but winning will help you find out who your enemies are. As long as you're losing, you might not find any enemies. Your enemies are dormant. It doesn't seem like you have any. Everybody likes you. Everybody's your friend. Because they say what they say, misery likes company. They, as long as you're miserable, they don't have any problems. But when you start winning, I want you to be aware of that. As soon as you start winning, your enemies will come out of the woodwork. You'll be like, I didn't know they didn't like me. In fact, you'll have situations like this I don't know them. How can they not like me if they don't even know me? <laughs> you have haters and enemies and people working against you and people talking against you that you don't even have a strong relationship with. Why? Because winning will help you identify your enemies. When I say that, in the context of our scripture, you'll find out who your enemies are when you hit the resistance you begin to bound into the sky and your potential is released. As soon as your potential is released, people you thought liked you might find out they're working against you. They're praying against you. You have to watch who you say, ask to pray for you. I remember the story was told, uh, an old elderly gentleman was, uh, was in his deathbed and he began he grabbed his, his young wife by the side and he grabbed her hand and he said, will you pray with me? And she said, sure, I'll pray. And they both prayed silently. The old man prayed, he said, Lord, help lift me up so I can go back home. The wife prayed, Lord, help me to go on after he dies.
two different prayers, praying in two different directions. Be careful who you ask to pray for you. Make sure that the person that you're asking to pray with you truly is with you. So don't you can't share your dreams with everybody. You can't share what you're petitioning God for with everybody. Because as soon as you start winning, as soon as your potential is released, you'll find out that you have enemies, people who are working against you, people who are talking behind your back. So it's okay to be cast down. Expect resistance in your life. Expect it to come hard and fast, just like that ball slamming against the floor. But know that despite you being cast down, you're not destroyed. Why? Because you have something valuable inside you. You have treasure inside. The thing about treasure, and I'm, I'm going about, to, about to let you go. The thing about treasure is I always share, when you hear think about treasure, treasure is hidden. You can't always see or appreciate the value of treasure. The other thing about treasure is because it's hidden, it's never advertised. If it's truly treasure, it need not be advertised. I'm sharing that with you because some of us, we have gifts on the inside. We have treasure on the inside. You don't have to advertise what God put in you. Treasure should be hidden. Treasure should only be exposed under godly direction and under godly advice. And you should never expose your treasure. Only God will. God even speaks of that regarding our gifts. He said that the gifts will make room for you and put you before great men. That means you do not have to fight to make room for yourself. Your treasure, your gift that's hidden on the inside will make room for you. I, I'm sharing that with somebody right now. You have a great gift. You have great treasure on the inside. And even though you're not sad at this moment, you're not cast down at this moment, you're beginning to be a little frustrated. You feel like you have more in you and you and you're wondering why people don't appreciate what God put in you. Baby, do not wait on other people to appreciate you. Do not determine your own value by how other people see you. You're valuable if they don't see it or if they see it or not. Understand God put it in you. So treasure is present. It's on the inside of you. It is in you. God put it in there. And because it's there, you can be cast down, you can be persecuted, but at the same time, you can understand, I'm never forsaken, I'm never destroyed, I'm never, I'm never distraught, I'm not going to be distressed. I refuse to live stressed. That's not how God desires me to live. God has not given me a spirit of fear. God has not given me a spirit of anxiety, but of power and of love and of a strong mind. That's what God gave me. So that's how I'm going to live. I am not going to take possession of any emotion that God did not give me. I'm not going to take possession or hold any feeling that God does not desire me to have. God wants me to live strong. God wants me to live healed. God wants me to live whole, and I de I'm determined to live whole, healed, and blessed in Jesus' name, and I pray that over you as well. Can I pray with you? Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for these few destiny moments, Lord, where our heart and our lives ran headlong into your word. Allow your word to strengthen and encourage us. Lord, someone with that bowed down head, 
someone who's discouraged in this moment. Let them know that there is treasure on the inside. That they are your child, that you continue, you continue to desire them. That they are valuable in your sight. That they need not worry about how others evaluate them. But despite what others might say, despite their current circumstances, despite bad news that they've heard in their lives, and despite others casting them away and not seeing what's inside them, remind them that they are yet valuable. Remind them that they have treasure in them, even if it's hidden. In Christ's name I pray, amen. I pray that you're healthy and whole. I pray that you live strengthened and encouraged. On the rest of this week, be reminded what I told you. God will take care of me. I am valuable in the eyes of God. And despite what I may look like on the outside, I might not look like much to you. That's okay. I've got treasure in me. God has invested in me. And God will take care of his investment. Be blessed. I hope and pray that each of you were touched and inspired by our service today. If you wish to partner with us, you can do so by Giveify. Download the app on Apple Store or Google Play and search for Bright Temple. If you wish to partner with us on Cash App, just look for Bright Temple in the two line. And in the four line, tell us the purpose of your gift. If you would rather mail your gift, you can mail us at Bright Temple, Post Office Box 453, Shelbyville, Tennessee, 37162. Thanks in advance for your generosity, and we pray God's blessings on you and your gift.